Welcome back, beautiful souls, to our eighth episode of Spirituality with Kayun. Today, I want to share with you the power of the breath and how, by breathing mindfully, we can live happily in this present moment. In the previous episode, I spoke about all the benefits of a regular meditation practice. I received some questions and feedback on how to meditate and what to meditate on. One of the simplest forms of meditation is to focus on the breath. Simply by bringing awareness to the breath, the distractions from the outside world will slowly fade away. To assist with the focus, you can repeat, breathing in, I'm aware that I am breathing in. Breathing out, I'm aware that I am breathing out. Give it a try and see if you notice the mind start to slow down a bit. This is usually how I guide beginners in meditation. Going back to my day's crunching numbers at the office, I would often reminisce about the time spent at the ashram. Each day felt like bliss there. Whenever I catch myself zoning out too much, I would recall what one of the teachers taught, that the breath is our anchor and we can always bring ourselves back by observing the breath. The breath not only helps me return to the present, but it alleviates my anxieties as well. I noticed that my breath is short and choppy, or sometimes I even hold my breath when I'm stressed during month end, or if I'm on a tight schedule to run reports for my manager, or if I'm in an argument with my partner. On the contrary, my breath is slow and relaxed when, say, I'm chilling at the beach in the Caribbean, getting pampered at a day spa, or when I'm finding my zen in meditation. And when the breath is slow, I feel much more relaxed and even blissful. Zen master Thich Nhat Hanh says, just breathing and smiling can make us happy. Because when we breathe consciously, we recover ourselves completely and encounter life in the present moment. Before I came to yoga, I honestly had no awareness whatsoever of my breath. I've been breathing all my life, but I was never taught to stop or pause and to just notice the breath. You know, the breath is the most important thing in life. Breath is life. We could fast and stop eating for a few days. We could break nights and stop sleeping for a day or two. But if, say, we're drowning in water and we stop breathing for a few minutes, that's the end. If we think about this, the first thing we do when we come into this world is inhale. And the last thing we do before leaving this world is exhale. Our life is really made up of all the breaths in between. There's this Sanskrit proverb that I love. For the breath is, and if you breathe well, you will live long on earth. Interestingly, yogis believe that all living beings are given a certain number of breaths in a lifetime. So imagine if each one of our breath is short and rapid. Well, according to this theory, our lifespan will be shorter. Whereas if we take longer, deeper, and fuller breaths, we can increase our lifespan. Then I thought about animals, dogs, for example, are always panting and breathing very rapidly. Their average lifespan is about 10 to 13 years. On the other hand, have you ever heard a tortoise breathe? They take about three to four breaths each minute and they can live up to 300, 400 years. 
So this theory may just be true. As I dive deeper into the practice, the more I learn about yoga or anything, the more I realize how much I don't know. I started exploring and taking all types of classes outside my studio with great teachers and masters. I began reading various yogic books and scriptures. In the Hatha Yoga Pradipika, I've learned that when the breath wanders, the mind is also unsteady. But when the breath is calm, the mind too will be still and the yogi achieves long life. Therefore, one should learn to control the breath. The breath is like the bridge which connects our body and mind. Teachers often remind us to breathe so that we can stay present in our practice. This may sound really funny, but one day when I was learning how to breathe in class, like who doesn't know how to breathe, right? But I realized that not only was I unaware of my breath, but I've been breathing incorrectly all my life or at least not using the full capacity of my lungs. So there's something called reverse breathing, where we draw the stomach in as we inhale. Usually this goes along with lift the chest and shoulders. Then the opposite happens when we exhale. The chest and the shoulders sinks down and the stomach expands. This way of breathing isn't the most optimal. Instead, what is recommended is diaphragmatic breathing. Here, when we inhale, we feel our belly expand. When we exhale, we feel the belly contract. At first, it felt to me very uneasy and difficult to correct. But with practice, it became easier over time. I now find that this is my go-to technique for relaxation, and it can be done anywhere. At work, at home, in a yoga practice, when we're walking, sitting, standing, or even laying down. Diaphragmatic breathing is the foundation for pranayama. Previously, I talked about how there are eight limbs or eight steps in yoga. And pranayama, which means breathing exercise, is the fourth step on this yoga ladder towards perfection. Literally, it means the control of life force as Prana means life force or the breath, and yama means control. It is also defined as the rising of the breath, as again, prana means life force or the breath, and ayama means length or expansion or rising. In a yoga class, you might hear the teacher use the word prana often. For example, feel the prana flow through your body. Other names for prana are ki in Japanese, like in reiki, which is a type of alternative medicine that uses energy for healing, or qi in Chinese, like in qigong, which is a practice that involves deep rhythmic breathing in slow flowing movements. In my fifth episode on the yogic diet, I mentioned that yogis don't take caffeine. Can you guess what they do to wake themselves up? There's something called yogic coffee, which is a strong and invigorating breathing technique that gives us tremendous energy. There are actually two, known as Bastrika and Kapalabhati. And they perk up our nervous system and simultaneously wake us up and calms us. And back when I was sitting at the cubicle all day, I would drink two, three cups of latte a day to stay awake. 
Had I discovered this technique earlier, I would have saved so much time and money from all those morning and afternoon Starbucks runs. So the more we practice breathing, the more we improve our physical, mental, and emotional well-being. We feel more vital and become more productive at work, at school, or at home. We're less likely to get sick or ill. A strong practice can help us detoxify our body as many of the techniques are quite cleansing. Certainly, it helps to reduce stress and increase mindfulness. And just like meditation, pranayama improves the quality of our sleep. If we have any cravings or addictions, it can be reduced as well through the practice. When we incorporate pranayama into our daily lives, life becomes less complicated. Many times, or at least prior to COVID, whenever I needed a break from the city or from this material world, I would visit the ashrams or go up to the Himalayas to take an intensive course to revitalize my energy and reconnect with my higher self. Similar to how practitioners take a 10-day Vespasana meditation course to quiet the monkey mind. There are also two weeks long pranayama or breathing courses to regain our prana or vitality. In these courses, basically we spend each day practicing different breathing techniques to extend the limits of our capabilities, to strengthen our stamina, and to develop long-lasting self-confidence. Through such intensive practice, we experience a heightened level of consciousness, increased energy, sharpened senses, improved memory, clarity of mind, contentment, joy, and lightness of being. Each time I come out, I feel like a new being. My head is completely clear, my mind is still, my whole face glows, and at that moment, I feel like I have infinite vital energy to share. I'm completely refreshed and rejuvenated. I can even see sparkles in my eyes. That is the power of the breath. Why don't we close our eyes for a moment? When you inhale, breathe in love and take in spiritual strength from the universe. As you exhale, breathe out light and share your energy, your prana with the world. Breathing in love. Breathing out light. Thank you all for listening. If you want to learn more about yogic breathing or if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, please do reach out to me. I'm always happy to hear from you. You can message me on Instagram. My handle is kyun underscore. Have a great morning or evening wherever you are. The lights within me bow to the divine lights within you. Namaste, everyone.